0: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
1: So yeah, dude, your 49ers thing that you did is now, and it's 11.30 Portugal time. And normally I wouldn't care. Normally I stay up late, but I got a surf lesson tomorrow at 10.30. We got to be, you know, at the beach in the wetsuit. So I got to leave here like, 10 at the latest and you know get I'm mean, not gonna get like nine it's not that bad but I won't be able to edit it t- till tomorrow
0: yeah I did a uh, hour long PL pod and then a San Francisco 49ers uh, had me on to talk a little fantasy and then they pushed my segment back another half hour so sorry blame the Niners um, yeah you definitely weren't uh, taking precedence over that I was uh, uh, happy to talk some Niners but yes keeping you up very late uh, especially bad luck on the surf
1: night that's pretty cool you're, you're continuing to do that yeah, actually bought a wetsuit. Well, Heather was like, "Oh, this one's like thirty-seven bucks." Got it. I got to try it on actually, and make sure it fits. But uh
0: yeah, are you the guy on the on the internet? You see that guy catching that wave this week? It was like most insane thing ever.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, totally. That was in Portugal. That was, that was you. That was yeah. It was in Portugal. You know? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, no, nice. No, it's like an hour and a half hour north of Lisbon. That Nazaré is like the famous okay. big wave surfing beach. I've actually been there, not when the waves are really big, but. Um, it's sick it's like you dude you can barely see the guy he's like a speck on, dude, it's on a, yeah so yeah i'm you know i'm warming up i'm doing a little bit smaller than that i'm just doing like 50 foot waves and then i'll get to that 115 footer pretty soon nice, nice. <laughs> are you making progress though it's hard man you know it's like first off because heather and i got we got into this because i was like saying man you know you're just out there and you're thinking like uh, like at first you're like psyched, yeah, I'm gonna get a good ride, and then you wipe out a few times, and you're just like, God, I suck at this, and it's it's hard. And plus, when you're 49, like springing up to your feet, like your knee is creaky or your leg doesn't respond. It's not like you're sure. you know 19 or something like that, and you just spring right up. You know, it's like a little bit more effort. It's not like you're you're like you know you're moving things moving.
0: And I'm getting, I'm getting those aches at 40. I can only imagine where you're sitting approaching 50. I can, I, yeah, I can only imagine,
1: you know, it's just, I mean, I'm fine, but it's just surfing. It's a lot of like exploding up to your feet quickly while you're on the move. And, and I don't have a great feel, but you know, I've, I've gotten a little better. Like I've gotten some rides, like I've ridden waves all the way and standing on the board, but that's the exception. Like usually I wipe out at some phase, you know, <laughs> I catch the wave, I get up to my knees and I slip or something, or I just wipe out. But Um, And I was just talking about it, how it's so, it's like you go in and you're like, this sucks, like I suck at this, you know, you get into all that and then you're like, all right, we'll just keep going. And then you catch one and you're like, oh yeah, this is fun, you know, this is good. And it's such a mental thing of like just trying to remember all the technique things to do. And then Heather was like, I got annoyed at her because she was like, oh no, I just assume I'm good at stuff and just, you know, I'm not so angsty about it like you are. So I was just whatever. So I let it go. And then I was like complaining about it today. And she said, yeah, that's what I meant is that, you know, you, whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's because you haven't done something that you're not, that you're not good at for a long time. Like she was a professional tennis player. Like obviously if she plays tennis, she feels confident, like extremely confident. But I'm like, try, I was like, what if you started to play golf or something that you don't play? And then she was like, oh yeah, I remember trying to play golf in college. I was terrible. And she was like, I I was like, I should be good at this, but I'm just not and she was frustrated like me you know i was like yeah because it's something that you don't know how to do like you're trying something new you're trying to learn something that you're not good at and most people like you know at a certain age like you just know the things you're pretty good at you do those things and that's it there's no more learning a new sport at age 49 typically so i'm trying to learn this new sport i wasn't really trying to do it i'm not really a big like i like swimming in the ocean but i'm more of a land based type of dude but it's just because Sasha was going and she wouldn't go unless someone else went with her. So I was going with her. So now it's just, funny you, you, you mentioned golf. Cause
0: I would, I would equate that to, it sounds like catching a wave is like the same as a golf is going be extremely frustrating and hit, hit shitty shot after shitty shot. And then you hit the good one. It's like, that's why I'm out here. You know, it's, exactly. it's the
1: same thing is golf is once you do hit a sweet one, it does make it all worth it. It's totally like that. and And then she finally admitted like, yeah, she got really frustrated with golf because you know, golf is hard. You know, it's just like to be consistently good. It takes like a while of just playing and sucking and very few people are just good at it right away. So, um, I don't know, it's frustrating. You get in that water. The good thing is the beach that I met, there's okay waves, but there's not like gigantic devastating waves, at least the times that I've gone. So it's not like terrifying really, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like, that's like another element to it, right? It's like terrifying that you're going to get killed. Right. So it's just, you know, it's just frustrating, but I'm, you know, it's good. I always feel good at having gone, but no matter how badly I do frustrated, I get I'll catch a wave now and then that's really good. And actually last time I rode a wave in and I looked up and there was Sasha riding the same wave. Both of us standing on the board, just kind of be like, Hey, how's it going? Cause she's kind of in the shallower area, you know? So, but she caught like this, the end of the same wave that I was on. And then, you know, it was cool. I was like, Oh, what's what's up? Uh, plus, so,
0: plus swimming is just a good hobby to have. You know, I mean, there's it's good for you. I mean, swimming's great. So yeah, that's uh, and you're there, man. I mean, this is part of your life. You're right there. So I mean,
1: you should. Definitely- yeah, I'm in the ocean. Yeah, I'm in the ocean. You know, in the sun, in the ocean, yeah. all morning, and you feel good. You know, it's 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 a good thing to do. So yeah, I, I just I don't know why this is, but like I actually. It's like really a spiritual struggle because I'm like, why do I care if I'm good at this or not? Like, of course I want to like get a good ride, but like, why am I so pissed that I suck at like, why can't I just be like, yeah, I suck at this for now and I'm just going to try and not be pissed about it, not be frustrated by it. Like, why is it not okay to just suck at something and still do it? There's nobody watching. It's not like, it's not my job. It's not my, there's, there's no consequences, you know to me be, you
0: said everything you do in your life you're you're good at it. it's exactly you answered it already yeah it's because you're used to doing things that you've already accomplished and you've already defeated so now that you're trying something
1: it's probably yeah your body's not used to failure so so frequently so yeah uh, i can see it makes sense yeah i guess i guess we've all just kind of stuck with the stuff we were good at yeah and then you learn, you're at something it's but it's like why should, that's why we don't learn anything new because we just don't we're just like too embarrassed to suck at something it's it's interesting
0: Meanwhile, um, it sounds beautiful, uh, surfing weather uh, in San Luis Obispo, shout out to Cal Poly for three years, was 120 degrees. Uh, the reading is supposedly the hottest on record anywhere in America is for a place so close to the ocean. And where I am, it, it, the fires are, are back. And the Bay Bridge this morning. At 9 a.m. looks like the middle of the night, man. It looks like a, a horror movie or some something. It's uh, it's crazy, but um, the fires, the weather. It's a little different where I am than than, than it sounds like where you are in your nice surfing uh, weather.
1: Yeah, I'm living like paradise. I don't even it doesn't touch me. But I, I've seen a lot of the photos. It's pretty crazy. It's like orange sky, and it's very weird and i'm sure with the heat my phone says
0: hazardous literally the air quality is, uses the word hazardous like i yeah. can't leave the house like the farmer's
1: market is closed tonight I mean, well for, there's no way covid can survive this air quality so that's a good thing right it probably killed all the covid in the area yeah well yeah
0: that's what i'm that, exactly yeah i'm sure that, that well that seems like the people who live around me think that way
1: but. <laughs> that's i probably does but you're still gonna you know interact with people outside the area and, and start it up again but Oh, you know, you went to Cal Poly. Pa- I mean, San Luis Obispo, right? Cal Poly. I did, three, three years. Dude, yeah, dude it, I, I took a class there. You weren't. You, I'm, I don't think you and I were there at the same time. I was twenty six, so you would have been about sixteen or seventeen. But 2002 I was in two thousand and two. I was there. Okay, so I was there in nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven, ninety seven. So, yeah. so I, I'd already like finished law school, but I was just like living on the Central Coast for a year on well, the. I, cra- I, I didn't realize that. Nice. Yeah, you didn't know I lived on the Central Coast for thirteen months. When I was like, I've told you the story, anyway. For, so while I was there, I was like, I don't know, and I wish, I wish I had taken this seriously. I'm an idiot for not doing it. I mean, it was the right idea at the time. I took a C plus a C plus plus programming class at, at Cal Poly because I was like, oh, I'm out here by myself. I may as well take a class while I'm here and like learn something. So I like bought the software and the textbook and all the shit. Went to the class. Drove like it was like 20 miles from where I was staying. You know, went there a few times a week for like a semester. And I remember being like 26 thinking, oh, yeah, I, they won't be able to tell the difference between me and these college kids. And I looked at these college kids and I was like, holy shit, these are like children. They look like 14 years old to me. And I was like, I'm way old to be here. But anyway, I was at your college. That's where I, yeah, I you know, was there a slow, couple years before you.
0: Yeah, it's a great town right by the ocean there. It's, uh, they, don't even, they don't allow drive throughs at their fast food because they don't want people moving. They want you to stop at their city, little quirky stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, interesting list. Um, I'm sure you had told me that at some point, but, um, but I forgot, uh, forgot, but yeah.
1: But anyway, it's, uh, you're so self-involved. You're so self-involved. You just don't remember stuff about other people.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. That wouldn't describe you whatsoever. No. Where, where, where were we? So, um, yeah. So um, what, what, what is there to talk about in uh, the world? Uh, we got football picks. You want a quick one? It's thoughts on anything else? Civil unrest, politics, uh, Trump, uh, the, the whole losers thing? Thoughts at all or just go to football?
1: I, I didn't even hear the losers thing. I, I do know that yeah. I thought it was funny. I, I thought one thing was very funny is that he said, you know, he's oh, oh that losers thing right where he said the troops are losers or something, allegedly. Yes. That, and, yeah. and that sounds like bullshit to me, though. I mean. I don't really yeah, with well,
0: no, I mean, there's no one who's gone on record, and yeah. it's by. It sounds
1: like it sounds like owned, yeah. owned by a huge Biden supporter. Yeah, and, and and Jeffrey Goldberg lied about the Iraq War. That guy's the guy who did the article, but the, but the other thing is that is that he his tweet afterward was like, yeah, oh no, the troops love me. Maybe the generals don't like me because I'm not making money for the you know basically the military industrial complex. I'm not starting wars so they can sell their weapons, and then and then the mainstream media started being like how dare he besmirch the integrity of the you know of our of our honorable military officials and like everyone's like dude obviously the shit's true but you're just not allowed to say it and he said it it used to be like being a liberal was yeah i'm against war you know i'm i'm for the common person I'm, uh, I'm not a racist. I care about the people in other countries too, not just our country. I care about people around the world, people in the middle East. I care about those human beings with their families. That used to be what I thought being a liberal was, right? It was like, I'm for the common person. I'm not just for big business and war. That's, that's what I thought it was back then. And now Trump like starts no wars. And he says like, oh yeah, I didn't make uh, all our, all our generals, you know, they want, uh, they want to start wars and make money for these, you know, these big uh, military contractors. And then they're like, "How dare he?" Literally, that should be the most impressive thing a president is I could
0: think of doing: calling someone out for that. Like, I mean, what? That should be applauded. Like, I, I, it's isn't he also pulling out troops right now?
1: I I thought I, I've heard there was some fraud involved in that. I don't know what the truth is of that. I can't get to the bottom of a lot of the shit, but. What happened to people It's like I mean, like the are, uh, the liberals this, the, this absolutely Trump, truth in the
0: money and the militarization and him calling them on it is uh is 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 something most presidents wouldn't do, and it's weird that he yeah exactly now but, he's getting criticized for it
1: you know if, if Trump's against the war against wars or against military industrial complex, they're like, how dare he i mean aren't you anti-war isn't that what you're supposed to be i mean when bush was president he was the worst president of all time he, he invaded a country for no reason and killed half a million people and that was like the evil of like the, the republican war machine not that you know clinton and biden and all those people voted for it and cheered it on and helped sell it but like i, I don't know just when i was naive back in the day i thought like that's what like being the liberal side was and now you see these people, like, aligning, you know, their, their stars are these ex-neocons from the Bush administration. They're retweeting the David Frums and Bill Crystals of the world. They were total opportunistic warmongers. And the anti-war stuff is like, because it's coming from Trump, is like, oh, how gross, how, how uh, unpatriotic of him. What the fuck happened to these people?
0: I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't have an answer. But it's quite clear that it's been a change. Uh, um, i don't don't love where it's landed um and the media is very annoying that anytime trump does something worth uh talking positively about they instead talk about how he's taking credit for it unduly like they criticize him for taking credit for something that's how they twist anything he does positively he takes too much credit for freeing more prisoners than anyone since reagan he takes too much credit for this uh distancing himself from war um but it's it's uh it's it's kind of annoying uh, and especially if this
1: whole atlantic article is truly made up i mean that that, it's a whole new ball game now i guess it's one fake scandal after the next one bombshell after the next and and you know we're just like okay they don't end up checking out but like for a day or two this is everything and then it goes away
0: i don't know it doesn't matter either if because no one's opinion is changing for the most part um you know either you believe one side or you believe the other and at this point unless you I don't know what it would take for you to change your
1: mind. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of people who really despise both parties and um, they were maybe going to hold their nose and vote and maybe yeah. they're oh, just going to oh, stay, orange maybe, orange. They're gonna, maybe they're going to, maybe they're going to stay home, you know, and yeah. it's,
0: I don't know. It's just, well, I'm saying this type of antics is enough to make you get upset at the, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's, it's crazy, that dirty pool. I mean, if that's, uh, you know, the owner of, uh, the, I don't know, whatever
1: it's just, it's all, it's wearing thin the act. These are obviously just propaganda organizations of the Democratic Party. And like that's that's fine if, if you want to have your I mean propaganda's not fine, but like, you know, if you want to have your PR people make your case, that's fine, it's politics. But these these things are posing as news organizations. It's really I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't I don't know. Like I think it's like total BS, like and it's not working and it's gonna backfire, but then I'll sometimes make the mistake of like reading a tweet from a mainstream source and seeing the comments and i'm like holy shit people believe a lot of this shit but then i start thinking no they don't this is just some army of millions of twitter bots that they're putting out there to make you think that there's people out there that believe this shit so that you feel like oh i'm outnumbered i don't believe it but i'm outnumbered i don't know i can't tell anymore
0: by the way, to circle back, when I said Trump's freed the most prisoners, I mean like captured Americans that are captured over. Uh, oh, you know, made I mean, the most mean, trades, made
1: like the most yeah, trades. He's yeah, he's gotten
0: them back. Yes, yeah, safely, safely yeah. returned. And then, and then because he takes pictures with them, that, that it's like, oh, look at him trying right. to make it about. Well, he, he is. A, he has the most of that. So it's like, what's more important, him gloating or him actually doing it uh, anyway? Yeah, he
1: is. He is. The problem is like the, the, the problem that people have with them is. It's not so much I don't think really anything he's done per se. It's more like his deme- he's like a cheesy self-promoter. He Well, Scott
0: Adams called the most the best most successful uh, professional comedian. He, he is he's a- basically even a comedian act. He's the most world's most successful comedian stand-up comedian.
1: He is that, but he's also got that like cheesy you know you know those people like the salesy guy that you're friends with who you're kind of like dude no i can't believe you did that but he does it you know the guy who's just kind of shameless in his self-promotion and salesiness you don't necessarily dislike the guy but you're just like seriously not sincere. Well, well, sincere. well no not that it's not that he's he probably does but it's not that he's lacking sincerity it's just that he's we've all been trained to like have a little humility or at least fake, you know, fake humility or talk shit like, oh, my team is dominant, but it's obviously like in a certain tone. But like in in real life to have a bit of humility, you're not like, oh, look how great I am. to like people you don't know well or like you just don't do that shit. And, when, and there's people who do that. They're like salespeople and they're like, look how great what I'm selling is. Look how great I am. You're going to be so much happier having known me. They just like come out with, that's kind of what he's like. And I think that people just It's just like, there's something that's really distasteful to people about his demeanor, about the way he is. And I think it's just like, it's almost like too low class for the presidency. Like a certain class of people is just like, oh no, you have to be more self-deprecating and humble and... You know, you got to be more like Obama, who was like, yeah, much, they aren't
0: necessarily wrong, but it is still focusing on by far. the Right.
1: It's, exactly. I, exactly. I've, I've so gotten over that. I don't even give a shit to me. I'm like, who yeah, cares? Like, great.
0: Exactly. Give me a break. Uh, it's just, yeah.
1: it's, it's you're like, you're not wrong.
0: We get it. You're not wrong in that. Aspect. Right. It's just
1: right. important. He's like a cheesy dude, but like, that's not important. It's not important. When, when you really get down to the Polish stuff, like what policy stuff, it's like, oh, that's not what he's hated for. I mean, he's mostly hated for just the way he is. When you get down there, like his tweets and his spelling, is just embarrassing. You know, they say stuff like that. He's embarrassing. The way he handles diplomacy, it's embarrassing. The way people, other countries think of us is so embarrassing now. It's all just projection. Like, oh, I'd be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I'm uncomfortable with it.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, he he recently quietly got rid of some red tape with, like, the telehealth care situation during all this with people stuck at home. Uh, the decoupling from China, uh, I don't know, is, is, might be one of the most important things uh, in recent memory. But, I don't know, just everyone he, he thinks he's the worst. Uh, and the fact that it's beaten into your head is just, I don't know, it's it's a frustrating situation.
1: But you, the way you sound right now, the way you sound to me, is like somebody who's, you've had enough. Like, That's what I'm saying, okay. and, and and you've had enough. You, you're not a Trump guy, but like, no, I'm you, not. But no. you've but you've had enough of the bullshit about it. Like, just stop telling me what to think. Stop telling me what religion I have to have, what politics I have to have, the things I need to believe, that what's good and what's bad. Stop lying to me. Stop telling me bullshit that you know is fucking bullshit. And I wonder if you're just you've been talking to me too much, uh, or you are representative of a lot of people, they're going to be like, fuck off. Yes, we want police reform. Yes, the systemic racism and the violence toward black people is terrible. But like, don't fucking put up a guy who's helped promote the crime bill and then a vice president who's basically prosecuted people as a, you know, poorest people, many of whom were black, incredibly aggressively for careerist reasons and then let Trump's, uh, secretary of the treasury with a slap on the wrist when her office said to prosecute Mnuchin, like, don't fucking tell me that you're going to like go and do the voting for these people to fix that problem. When these people are like the creators of that problem that actually Trump did not create that problem. He was like a private citizen these people were like, especially Biden, but, but Harris was in the system doing the deed, doing the, she was a hard ass prosecutor on these people, on poor people like smoking weed. And they're, they're trying to tell you they're going to solve the problem. You must vote. This is the important thing is to vote. And you're like, you're lying to me. You can, you can hate Trump and vote for whoever you want, but like, the whole thing, the whole good and bad thing is just a, a fucking lie. Vote for who you prefer, whoever you want. But it's like, are, are people getting fed up with like the transparent bullshit? I mean, Biden has dementia. They're hiding that dude. I saw something. They're like, most Democrats feel Trump isn't mentally qualified to be president. Most Republicans feel that Biden's not mentally qualified. I'm like, look, you may think Trump has the wrong demeanor, that he's uncouth, that he has bad manners, that he's a dick. That's fine. You may think he's unqualified from that perspective, but with the Biden thing, it's not like I don't like his personality or he's a jerk. It's no, he's fucking literally demented. It's not, it's apples and oranges. You know, when they say one's not qualified mentally and the other's not qualified mentally, what you're talking about with one is literally the dude is cooked. And, and the other one is like, the dude is not someone you find suitable or tasteful to be president.
0: I know many people who still just—they're uh, so orange man bad that uh, any alternative is better, no matter what, um, and uh, they're still still in that mindset. And uh, made me think my guy John McAfee claims he knows the date in which Joe Biden will uh, drop out due to health concerns. Uh, so maybe I should hit him up on the <laughs> hit him DM up and try to try to get that because yeah he and that the more I think about it that I probably. I mean, what's more, uh, he can't really. The debates can't happen, right? I mean, no. I mean,
1: they can't let him get out there. He's he's, he's not able to answer questions. He's not able to do the things you need to do. I, I mean, I could be proven wrong, but uh, it would be very surprising to me if they put that dude out there to debate. And it's this is like how sad. It is. And, and I'm telling you, I've been saying this from the beginning. Biden is not capable of being president. They have a real crisis on their hands. And the people behind the scenes are like, you know, those professional operatives are managing this crisis and day to day being like, okay, we're going to have them do this little spot. Make sure it's friendlies. Make sure that it's simple. Just have him do the best he can. We'll spin it this way. We'll get it to the Washington Post. They'll, they'll put a spin on it. We're going to attack Trump on this. Okay. I know, I know the debates. I know the debates. Let's sow some seeds to avoid the debate. You know, they know they have this crisis going on and they don't want this crisis. They would not have picked Biden. They wanted Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete is smooth. CIAP is smooth that guy can talk C-I-A-P. he can, he could can out he can Trump I mean Trump is pretty uh, good with you know good with the crowd and on his feet but you know Oh that would have been must see TV Well well, well it would have been CIAP is pretty boring but he's you know he's competent you know he's like you know, like a, he's not quite as smart as Obama, I don't think, but he's think, like, in, he's in that vein. He's in that vein. Boring,
0: but that, no, that would have been a good back and forth. Those but two would have been good. I stand by that. that would
1: I, be good. I think Pete's boring. But anyway, the point is that that dude would have like had a chance. They did not want Biden. They, had, they were like, uh oh, Bernie's gonna win this. We can't have fucking Bernie win this shit. We're fucked if Bernie wins. All of our clients are gonna lose so much money, so much power if Bernie wins. We gotta fucking figure this out. So the consultants got together and they said, Look, I hate to say it, but I'm looking at the numbers. It's got to be Biden. Okay, we're going to have Pete drop out. We're going to have Klobuchar drop out. They're all going to endorse. But here's what we'll do. But we'll get this dark money scumbag to give money to Elizabeth Warren because she's so craven. She wants it so bad that she'll stay in and fuck Bernie, which is exactly what happened. She'll take some of the progressive vote. We'll all coalesce around Biden with the centrist vote. And it worked. And it was like a genius plan. But they got it. But now they're like, okay, dodge the bullet, got rid of Bernie. Now we've got six months to figure this shit out. They know Biden can't get to the finish line. They know they got to.
0: Way- I like when you were the naive person at that time saying, oh, this is, they're down two touchdowns. Let's see them try to come back from this. Uh, one quarter later, they were up three scores.
1: Well, it was a Hail Mary, but that basically they you know, may have been a Pyrrhic victory. Like they did everything they could to get Biden, but now they've got this huge problem, which is Biden. Oh, there you so, go, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pyrrhic victory, well, yeah, that's so, victory. So, yeah. But no, I mean, I was wrong. I mean, I, I thought, I, I didn't think it would happen, and it probably wouldn't have happened if Elizabeth Warren just dropped out. And it probably wouldn't have happened if – they didn't execute a very good strategy. You know, I mean, they, they were very, they pulled it off. But they're, now they're like, let's kick this other problem down the road. Because the, the worst case was Bernie. It's way worse for them than Trump. Trump keeps them in business. You know, they can hate on him. The, the media gets a lot of clicks from him. It's, you know, it's good for business. He's still, as much as we're like, he's not fighting wars, which is great. But he still takes care of the banks. He still takes care of cronies. There's still cronyism and corruption and, and all that. So it's it's still good it's it, it's still it's just way better than Bernie for the uh the media and the and the consultant class anyway so that's where they are and it's uh i, I don't know what the hell's going to happen i don't know what they can do they're, i think they're probably racking their brains right now they're acting like it's normal this is not fucking remotely normal
0: yeah here we are and november is going to be a problem um let's talk football oh yeah so i uh, point out to everyone should check out liss's uh, bold predictions uh, piece uh, I did my um, season preview too, did some division predictions and all that stuff. Who do you got in the Super Bowl this year, Liz?
1: I didn't make a prediction. I, I'm in this one know, pool. Put me on the spot. Put me on I, the spot. Well, I figured you hadn't. Well, so I'm in this one pool, which is kind of more interesting, where everybody puts in five bucks and there's like, you know, 500 people or whatever. And you get, you pick a winner for the Super Bowl. And if you're the only one that picks it, you get like the 2,500. But if if like 50 people pick it, you get. 50 bucks right so like so now i don't know how many people have gotten savvy about it i think most people still just are simpletons and they just pick the ravens or the chiefs or niners or something but i picked the colts because i thought like maybe if the colts won you know i'd split it two ways or three ways instead of you know 50 ways and then it was worth the uh less chance i, I think getting deforest buckner you know a game-changing defensive front guy and then you know, having a great offensive line and Jonathan Taylor and, and Rivers sucks, but I think rivers might be able to turn into breeze with this offense with a great line and just dump off and short throws and not, and not really be forced to, to be, you know, not, not get exposed with his, with his limitations.
0: Everyone says Wizards, uh, Rivers sucks. And even if you want to disregard the advanced stats last year and, and highlight the picks, uh, he's going from the worst offensive line to the best, right. possibly. So, um, with you on there, like the setup, I mean, look at uh, I do like Tennessee, but man, four, four games against Houston and Jacksonville like that. I went um, off the board with my pick, uh, probably just didn't want to jinx the 49ers. I loved getting. Uh, uh, negative feedback on Twitter with people saying, You idiot, for not taking the Niners. That was a, a fun twist. But I went Steelers over Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys offense looks so good that NFC is so loaded probably the most likely teams are what Chiefs, Ravens, Saints and then I guess my Niners there but it uh, needs Rothsburg to stay healthy but I think they do have the best defense and um, I, I, went, I went Steelers over Cowboys but that's I, I've looked at like you know hundreds on the internet and I could see that's I think I'm the only one to pick that but uh, what do you think of
1: that one's too crazy? That's like from my childhood there were two of those Super Bowls no, it's, it's plausible. I, I think Dallas just seems like a shit franchise, like something wrong, yeah. something's going to go wrong. I mean, they got rid of Garrett. And McCarthy's. A, he's going to be good for Dak throwing near the goal line. But that guy's. I, I was so annoyed with him when I would like, have fantasy players, or uh, even more when I'd bet on the Packers. It's just so frustrating. That guy's like he's like Bill O'Brien. I guess he commands some respect to some extent, like the team will play for him. But that guy's dumb.
0: I don't. I hear you, and I know you're a Giants guy. But man, with Kellen Moore calling the plays, which he still is, that team got 440 yards per game last year, and then added Jarwin and, and Ceedee Lamb. I, I hope I'm wrong, and they did lose Collins, a tackle. That's after I made this pick, which actually that offensive line may not be dominant. So, but I, I don't know. I could just see them scoring a lot. But you're right. Some teams they just don't get it done. It's Such an advantage getting the one seed this year. So I haven't heard it talked about a ton, but you realize it's you know it's just one team to right. buy. Oh right. So I'm that's nice. right that's pretty huge too, but the NFC is loaded. Um, only other one worth talking, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm curious your AFC East. I had the bills and the Patriots both finishing at eight and eight. I mean, I want to fade Gase. Uh, I couldn't, I mean, the difference between, uh, Miami winning the division, they were like minus 200 in point differential and the Pats were like minus, uh, sorry, plus 200. So that would have been quite elite, but it could happen. What are your thoughts on that one? I've been trying to fade Josh Allen a little but man, I don't think Cam Newton's going to ball either. What are your thoughts?
1: I like Newton. I like the Pats. I think they'll win 11 games. Oh, 11
0: now. Okay. So what about our bet? I have the Pats versus Bucks. So that's
1: funny. Yeah. I like both teams, but I I picked the Saints against the spread. You and I have a lot of similarities actually. And we both have the same best bet this week, which is really strange, but I'm coming. I think Newton's good. I think he's a good quarterback and I don't know what they're going to do at receiver, but Nikhil Harry, maybe he's really good. We don't know yet. And they're going to, the system will be a good one and the offensive line might be a little better. I just think they're going to be they're going to be good. Their defense is good. They've got a legit quarterback. I think this is going to be a good team.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously uh, fading the system is a problem. I think I, I just predict they're going to win eight games. The defense is going to be good and eight games t- to win the division to make up for that year they won 11 games with Matt Castle and didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, one last one to ask you about is I went um, went with the Lions winning their division. Um, obviously that's a uh, uh, big dog. Um, I have the last year's uh, NFC conference uh, appearance. The Packers finishing third with the, with the Vikings second there. What do you think? Think, think Patricia's too big of an obstacle to overcome or tell me why, you know what Liz, uh this will actually lead you to, you know, It was a revelation to me, YPA, when I first read the quarterback section in in Roto-Wire's uh, magazine years ago. It was Mike Salfino. And um, I don't know. You you don't like the advanced stats, but uh, this seems as simple as it gets. Uh, And it's such a correlation with winning and touchdowns. um, Yet you don't like Drew Brees very much as a fantasy quarterback this year. Uh, Why is Stafford not? like I have him ranked 6th or 7th in fantasy and the Lions not a favorite to win this division if he got 8.4 YPA in this same exact environment moving forward tell me why I'm overrating uh, something that to me just screams obvious
1: I mean, Stafford's been around a long time, right? He's not, like, he's not like his second year and suddenly he got 8.4 YPA. Right.
0: Not with Bevel, And they had uh, Jim Bob Cooter having to, had him throw underneath constantly last year. Aggressiveness, average depth of target, by far the best, highest in the NFL most of his career. And the guy has a howitzer. So this all makes sense. And he has Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, and Hawkinson now coming into his prime and swift as a receiver out of the backfield. Uh, I actually don't like Peter. – Peterson's there to help their real-life team. I mean, he's just fine. I mean, he's, he's a fine real-life player
1: so a, a couple of things I was going to talk about the advanced stats more. I, I heard you quote one either on the road show or, or so at some point, And it was like CPOE, something, whatever. And if you just like broke it down or it was, um, Whopper. And I looked at what Whopper was and it was like, it's just like a weighted amount. It's like the guy's percent of air yards on his team or something yeah. like that. And it's like, oh, so what you're saying is, instead that saying Whopper say, well, I, I'm, I don't, and and that correlates with something else, and it's like so removed from like the simpleness, like you say, well. And, and now that Mike Evans has got a problem, you know, Godwin's going to be a monster. You're going to lose that bet. Right. But, you know, you're basically saying, yeah, I like Godwin, but, you know, Evans is the guy that gets a lot of the deep throws on the same team and Evans is going to get a lot of the big plays. And it's just hard to make your living without with another guy on the team getting big plays. That would be like a simple way to say it because, you know, you're like, oh, his whopper wasn't even in the top 30. But it's like, what is that? What are you trying to say by that? What you're trying to say is his share of air yards on the team wasn't that high. That's what, that's all yeah, you're trying to say. The only
0: say. thing more boring about talking about it is me trying to explain advanced stats. Too, well, no, no. You call it. So I, I got you, I got you, but yeah,
1: not even yeah. trying to explain you. it just simple. Like, yeah. Like, so, you know, the air yards, meaning like the amount that, you know, the balls in the air, whether they catch it or not, a lot of those like deep passes, deep throws are going to somebody else on the team. And so Godwin's really good and he gets yards after the catch, but that's not as sustainable historically. And a lot of the deep stuff that where you get your really big, you know, points is going to somebody else. He just doesn't have enough target share with deep balls. He doesn't get the best of the target share. And, and, and the
0: stability I, on that specific stat is the stickiest when it comes to wide receiver, although not great, but it's still the same. And he was not top 30 in that stat, but what? Yeah, for sure. Better right, job than me. But, I'm the, but, idiot but,
1: but, but the, someone could argue back and say, well, I'm not really worried about that because Brady is in Winston, right? Winston's throwing all these air yards into coverage and Evans is gigantic. doesn't even have to be open. That's going to favor, you know, the whopper is going to favor Evans in that situation. You got, now you got a quarterback and in the preseason, it was like, oh, Evans looks great. Brady throwing another beautiful deep ball to Evans. I started thinking about it and I was like, yeah, that's the preseason where Brady can like wind up and throw. It's like in the real games, when they're coming to kill Brady, you know what Brady does. He gets rid of the ball. He does not hold the ball at all. And that's, you know, that's why it was always Edelman or Welker. It's just get rid of the ball. Mm -hmm. And that's who Godwin's going to be. And he's going to be the guy that he finds when he gets rid of the ball quickly. So I argue that that was just
0: one piece of the of the of the argument of the information. They also added Rob Gronkowski switched quarterbacks. Like I said, I thought Winston you're right about the the depth could be different. But Winston could not be more perfect for a fantasy uh, situation going 3030. The pick sixes are the best thing for your fantasy wide receiver. And now you have basically the opposite of that who also happens to be 43 years old, changing systems, and was the league's least accurate quarterback over the final 10 weeks by a wide margin last year. That, that's just, I put all those together.
1: Right. I understand what your argument is. And, and that's an argument we can have, right? I'll say, well, I think he was hurt last year at the end. He's perfectly fine in the beginning. He's healthy. He looks great in camp. Although there's a lot of ass kissing to people like Brady in, in training camp. So who knows how much that is. But the point is, that's the argument we should be having, right? Back and forth, back and forth. But if someone goes, the Whopper is low, and Whopper doesn't correlate, it, it it's like you don't. We're not even getting to like what that means, and what it means is, the, it's the deep balls. It, it's you know, there's a deep threat on the team besides sure. him. Yeah. And 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 I, I think okay, that doesn't worry me in this new situation. And even last year when they had it it wasn't that big of a deal because they throw so much arians they they throw so much i think they're going to throw a lot this year too anyway
0: Man, I, they have a really good defense and uh, a totally different situation brady doesn't turn the ball over i didn't winston had more pick sixes last year than brady had in a decade or something probably
1: i mean it i agree with you that winston is a better fantasy quarterback for his receivers than brady is but we don't know how good the defense is going to be. We say it's probably going to be better. They're still going to get the Saints and the Falcons who are scoring teams, and they're probably going to be in passing situations. Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette is not the strength of the team. Arians likes to throw. I think Brady's going to be in the top five in attempts. And if he's in the top five in attempts, where are attempts going to go? I think most of them are going to go short because he doesn't hold on to the ball. And when that happens, who's going to be the recipient? I think it's going to be Godwin, and then everyone else is going to vie for – You know, and then, you know, Evans is already hurt or Grok may get hurt. You know, that will take care of itself. The only thing I would say here is that I am not. It's
0: just it's just like a matter. It's just funny because everyone has him fifth or sixth. I have Godwin as a very valuable wide receiver at 19th or whatever it is. It just seems crazy. But a mid wide receiver two to me seems more reasonable given the Grimkowski addition and just and, and, and the fact he has Evans. Obviously, if Evans is hurt, all bets are off and I would bump him, bump him up. I just think there are just the DJ Sharks. Uh, of the world uh, that are just Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen. Uh, I just think there's a lot of really interesting younger guys who, who are looking at more, just a slightly better situation. That's, that's basically it. And I like Godwin ranked 19th is still very valuable. Like that's like a wide receiver. That's, it's just a similar tier. So, Anyway, I'm going to look like a fool when Brady well, goes off this year. Guaranteed, week one he's going to go rip apart New Orleans. Who always lays down week one? They've lost Survivor a couple times uh, week one, so I'm just—I just can't wait for it. 80 yard, it's going to be a slant to Godwin, 80 yards to the house. That's the first <laughs> play. Uh, full takes, full takes, exposed like a million people <laughs> on my column. They did so, uh, so yeah. Well, it's, I'm, it's, it's, basically, it's already happened in my headless. So well, it's, 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 yeah, I mean,
1: the coward dies a thousand deaths. The brave man dies only one. You've already died all those deaths. Yep. You've already been in your mind. And the cold takes have already been up with all your takes on there already, so it probably won't even happen. But anyway, yeah, you're talking about Stafford. So, YPA, I like Stafford, I think he's a good quarterback, and I think that there's got to be some truth to that 8.6. It was only half a year, so there's some sample size, you know, opponents, whatever, who knows. But he had a great year, he was amazing for this, those eight games. But Galladay's a little banged up right now himself. Galladay's almost 27. He'll turn 27 this fall. He's basically past his wide receiver peak. He's like slightly, very ever so slightly past his peak already. Marvin Jones is like 31. Uh, Hawkinson, if he could stay healthy, would be a huge add. Eighth overall pick two years ago, the last year. So, I mean, that's that would be huge. But, you know, Stafford doesn't run. Uh, he doesn't have, Galladay's very good, but and I know his like per play numbers are off the charts last year, but I don't put him in like the P Julio Jones or Beckham or Antonio Brown category. He's good. They don't seem to have great players there. I don't know. I think, you know, I've Stafford like 13 or 14, something like that. He's going to get his yards. I'm for 4,400 yards, 7.8 YPA, which is still very strong. 27 touchdown passes, 10 picks.
0: Yeah. I know with the Garoppolo's, the breeze, the Stafford's it's clear. I, um, I, I treat that, that very, very seemingly more important than the rest of the ranking community. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how that translates. Tell me how, one last thing before we get to the game. So how crazy I am with this list. And I've done it in back to back, uh, and drafts, um, and one was the classic. So it's 14 teams, in the 15th round, I drafted Adrian Peterson. He was not that bad over the second half last year when teams knew all they were doing was running. If Gore can do it at 37, Gore can. dude, who tore his ACL at, uh, two months later, he ran for like 2,100 yards. He's 35. He's not going to catch the ball. But if they are a pretty good team, which I think that offense and Stafford's going to be legit awesome top five-ish, um, why can't he get the goal line carries and in a league with just no, uh, running backs? I, I don't know, whatever, 200 picks are off the board. I was kinda of happy with that. What are your thoughts? Crazy? It's it's it's, it's anti Dalton, he's usually all rookies.
1: No, it's not crazy. I think, you know, he could be just a good bi week fill in guy when the matchup's right, he could get 120 yards and two touchdowns in a game, something like that. Uh, I, I think Carrion Johnson is toast now. I mean because yeah. what's his role? I they drafted Swift early. I assume Swift will still have the same role, but we'll see. I mean, you know,
0: anyone who would, I don't think a lot of people have been paying attention, but on Johnson had this massive knee brace on. I mean, I had him ranked outside of my 50 running back. I dropped oh, him way down. That, that yeah. saved everyone. This Peterson signing—if people had him ranked higher than that or drafted him—because the dude was not was was even saying this is like my new me or something. Like it looked like a Terminator knee brace or something. So yeah, no, I I think Peterson. Yes, agreed. on Johnson. I
1: would. I, I'm not optimistic about this year. All right. We want to get to these right, games. Week one. Yeah, go through quick. All right. So I didn't love this week personally. It was kind of a hard week, but. Um, yeah
0: normally week one is my favorite week of the year uh easiest to, and i would say it was not the case here because i feel like i'm on too many favorites me too i'm like on some many- dog week one but i'm like nah i have too strong of opinion i don't know if i've been sitting here all summer forming an opinion when i shouldn't who knows what to make of the lack of home field but yeah okay it sounds like we're on the same wavelength whatever that means
1: yeah so so i was the same way but i just did the lines myself and then when i checked them i'm like wow favorite, favorite. i was like ooh, i thought i was going to be on the niners but I'm, i mean i thought i was going to be on the cardinals but i'm actually on the niners i thought i was making the line low enough i was like oh i like the cardinals i'll make the line low and i will be like oh that puts me on the niners so that was you know there's a lot of stuff like that so uh let's go through these quickly uh opening night texans at chiefs
0: i apologize in advance like mess up the lines because i just did a PL pod and we had we used the bet mgm lines and i I don't know what you always go whatever your whim is with the vegas Insider so the wednesday so so i might be off here and there but
1: i am i laid the wood here um well by the way it's not a whim i I, i'm very like i i even if i don't don't, like the line oh no i was i was being sarcastic i I I know but just for the listeners like because a lot of people cherry pick lines and they'll be like oh i like this team so i'll use the most favorable line uh, when you write the column you use the most
0: you you use all the vegas insider uh, conglomerate
1: or there's seven of them or five of them i think there's seven of them i don't know whichever one has four or whichever one has you know majority that's what i go with now the only exception is sometimes the the line will be like five and then it five and there'll be a four and a half in there and i'll weight it down a little more but pretty much i go with like the average or the 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 uh, mode the mode the most common one uh and i take that so like rather than uh you know i don't cherry pick because you can really boost your record over the years by cherry picking i don't do that
0: yeah. You don't hear the word mode very often no. these days. Well done. Um, I Okay. So Deshaun Watson's like rarely lost games, double digit throughout his career, based since back to high school, whatever. But lay in the wood here. Chiefs are so good. Their offense. Uh, can't wait to see Darrell Williams frustrate me with all my uh, CEH uh, shares. But uh, uh, so it goes.
1: Yeah, I took the Texans. I made this line eight and a half thinking I'd be on the Chiefs, but I don't, uh, I'm, and I'm not touching this for Survivor deshaun watson is too dangerous and the chiefs defense it's good at times but i think yeah. i don't want to mess with that
0: yeah okay so you're saying away from survivor too that'd be my next one yeah it yeah. seems so obvious the tease the uh the chiefs in baltimore almost too easy but you know a couple years ago i had me i believe you did as well you know where i'm going with this uh, Pat, Pat's, yeah oh yeah sorry new england uh, gee oh it involved the chiefs actually yeah. alex smith
1: yeah uh, yeah wow kareem hunt kareem hunt fumbled the first i have a tweet from that i was looking at it. the kareem hunt uh, fumbled on the first play i hope you enjoyed the kareem hunt era and i had faded hunt and then he wow. had that ridiculously huge i woke up no i stayed up all night i think on that because it was late and not only did i lose and survive or lose against the spread but i had faded kareem hunt and talked shit about him and he went off and was clearly and then there were drafts wow. the nfbc that weekend where hunt went like first or second or like super high after that game
0: Right. Oh, no. I, um, I remember the Pats rep 10, nothing. I think I was even questioning myself. Should I have saved them for later? It was so obvious or something. (laughs) This is a good reminder that none of us. None of you should take us seriously here because we're we're, we're, we're often wrong.
1: No one knows anything. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. We're different on that one. Okay.
1: Uh, Let's go faster. Dolphins plus six and a half and Pats.
0: Um, I took the points here. I could see this one going either way. Don't, I mean the Pats could win with defense. Just don't know what we're going to get out of Cam Newton. So this is a stay away from me.
1: I made a seven and a half, put me on the Pats. I just think Cam's good. All right, Browns plus eight at Ravens.
0: Um, I laid the wood here, leaning toward using this uh, for Survivor. Um, Cleveland has totally new coaching; don't know what to make of them. Ravens going to be pissed after they ended last year. So I laid the wood. Don't love it though.
1: I laid the wood. I'm not using this in Survivor, but I could see it. We, uh, you, uh, yeah, I don't want to use this in the Super Contest necessarily. So, okay. uh, all right, Jets plus six and a half at Bills. I took the I took the Bills. I wanted to take the Jets. I thought. You know, I'll, I'll make it like seven and a half, and I'll be on the Jets. And I was on the Bills. So if the Jets are only getting six and a half on the road. I don't think that's enough.
0: A uh, division game, close. I, I liked Arnold more than Allen here, so I like the Jets. But um, I know people – like, I, I'm I'm more down on Buffalo than it seems in the market, so I'm probably, I'm probably off on them.
1: Yeah, I won't use the Bills in Survivor. Then. I don't trust them. Raiders minus three at Panthers. I thought it should have been like a pick em or something like that. And so – I took the Panthers.
0: Oh, yeah, I would uh, definitely be willing uh, to use this. The Raiders, uh, normally you're, you're, you're all about Gruden, but you know that they finished with the worst point differential than Jacksonville last year. Uh, yeah, give me Carolina the points.
1: Yeah, okay, so we might use that one. Seahawks minus one and a half at Falcons. I had Seahawks minus three. Uh, I don't love that they have to travel you know, a long way, but Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, Metcalf, I think they're going to light them up, so give me Seattle.
0: Yeah, I originally said the savvy move, home dog, but then I thought, nah, I'm not going against
1: uh, Wilson, so I I went with Seattle as well. Eagles minus six at football team. I took football team. The Eagles have injuries to the offensive line. The Redskins already had a good pass rush. They get Chase Young, who's now healthy. I'm taking football team
0: yeah the football team just looks funny and (laughs) i I like them you could talk me into using them it's uh, i do think their defensive line big improvement and it's a good matchup with philly's offensive line i think it's going to be a higher
1: pace decent amount of scores in this so yeah i like washington the home dog getting those points all right bears plus three at lions this is a a unanimous pick both the panthers and lions um and uh i I just i'm with you i so much better than trubisky and standard three and so give me the lions
0: yeah, I believe it's open at one and a half at some places. Loved it then. But absolutely, yeah, I, I like the Lions, like you said, to win that division. And the Bears go in the wrong, division, wrong direction, and especially Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, it seems so obvious, but I think the Lions should roll
1: here. So I, I could be talked into using this one. Okay, Colts minus eight at Jaguars. We both took the Colts. Colts are my survivor pick. I'm not comfortable with any of these survivor picks, by the way. No, right. But the thing about the Colts is they're grinded out. You know, I, They have a new QB, which is a little risky, but... I love a team with a just a badass offensive line that's going to run the ball when they're big favorites. Kind
0: of like is the Ravens, right? That's why I like laying the wood
1: there. Uh, that, it, well, it the problem totally the, pro- the, the problem I don't like is that the Browns have Nick Chubb and rebuilt their offensive lines. I'm worried that like the Browns are going to run on them and like take the differential out of the game.
0: Yeah. Awesome. But I was about to hear you with, with Indy. I mean, I could just see, I'm just watching Minshew do a backdoor cover right now. almost yeah. guaranteed, but, but yeah,
1: I'll take the backdoor cover. Just don't do the backdoor survivor. That's what I'm worried For sure, about. Sure. You would. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yes, I, I laid the, uh, the eight points as well in, in stat picks.
1: I don't want to use this. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's that's yeah, All right. not. No. All right. Packers plus two and a half of the Vikings. I wonder what the super contest line will be because uh, what's his name? Just went on. Uh, IR. Uh, Danielle Hunter, their best defensive player. And they already lost half their defense, the Vikings. So now they're really in trouble defensively. So I took the Packers.
0: Oh, man. Uh, They made that trade. Uh, I'm fading the Packers, and it's less than the three. I I said on to Pianowski. I think Cousins is flat out better than Rodgers right now. So I liked this one, actually, Minnesota. So we're definitely different here. All right.
1: We will not use it. Now, this is the one we're definitely using. Both of our best bet, you, me, and Pienau. we, We do these independently. We're not talking to each other. And we all have the exact same best bet which is the Bengals. And it's a unanimous pick. That's crazy. I mean, just independently, we all decided that. Chargers minus three and a half at Bengals. I made this Chargers plus two and a half at Bengals. So I was six points from the line and through the three and the zero and all that, I mean, through the three. So this is like as big of a disparity as you could have almost. Uh, So I'm definitely, we're definitely using the Bengals.
0: Yeah, and I didn't even let you poison my mind because I sent in my statics before reading this and seeing this. And then, yeah, P now mentioned that as well. So, um, yeah, make of that what you will, but we, we do feel confident here. And I, I, I think the wrong team's favored here.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like Burroughs, I mean, he, he's going to be so much better. And then Tyrod Taylor barely even played the last couple of years. It's he's like, he's, he's not like they've got some guy. It's not like they got Phil Rivers or even Bridgewater in there. When's the last time Tyrod Taylor even played an NFL snap?
0: Totally. They lost Urban James, and I, I don't know. I think there's something, too, dealing with hard knocks and then this West Coast team traveling to Cincinnati, and they're favored by three and a half. I, I don't know. That seems fishy to me, that line.
1: Yeah, that's weird. All right, Cardinals plus seven in the Niners. You have the Cardinals. I have the Niners. I didn't feel strongly. I actually like Kyler Murray, and I think it's, the Niners aren't going to be that good, and their receivers are hurt, but I just I made the line what I did, and I put me on the Niners. I'm not really going to defend it. Totally. So in fantasy pros, I got a Cardinal plus seven and a half. And I didn't really I kind
0: of want to keep my record. So I don't know. I just this is definitely stay away. It's about the right line there. The Cardinals played them tough last year. They really didn't rely on home field last year. And uh, the Niners didn't really either. So um, I don't know. I feel like divisional game. I expect to be close. The Niners struggled the most against mobile quarterbacks, Murray and Wilson. So um, I expect them to keep it close, but wouldn't be shocked if my uh, Niners take out their frustration on that Super Bowl.
1: Yes all right, bucks plus three and a half at Saints. this is also one of my stronger ones. I like the saints a lot i I think the bucks are I, come I on you Brady Stan. come on I, I like I there's only two things I stand for, one of which is Brady <laughs> <laughs> but the but the bucks plus three so I was like, all right, yeah, I was like I like the bucks this year I, I'd say you know this is just like six, six and a half you know I was like they're good like they should they shouldn't be getting like eight or something. And I see it's three and a half. I'm like, come on. That's you. The saints are one of the top teams in the league before the season. I think the bucks are going to be good. I think Brady's going to be good, but that's just what I think. Now they have to go show it and you can't just equate them almost week one. So I think this is kind of a crazy line. I think it should be about six. So I took the saints.
0: Yep, agreed, let's use it um, As I said though, New Orleans has gone off to a couple of clunkers In recent memory, but one would think Continuity would would help uh, the most In this uh, climate, so For sure, Peter King, I think it's Tampa Bay Making the Super Bowl, man, everyone's uh, Buying the hype, which I love to see uh, Yeah, let's use New Orleans
1: Yeah, I really like Brady as an underdog I like. The, I want people to think, oh, Brady's done And then, you know, the guy's just such A monster that he gets it done That's, That would be a great story, but when like the Peter Kings of the world Are hyping it then it's like you almost want to root against it. It's like when it's like the the conventional wisdom that sucks. Do You know
0: how loaded this new Orleans team is like how ridiculously loaded they are from top to bottom to say that they're just a half point better. Than yeah. This bucks foster is uh, all right. No, it's all great. right. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Um, all right. Cowboys minus three at Rams. I took Dallas. It's probably the sucker play. Rufus Peabody's best bet is the Rams. Yeah. Uh, he thinks they're about equal. He said the Rams are slightly better on a neutral field, but I I'll go with the Cowboys. I'm buying the C- CD lamb is going to just get like 200 yards. And I'm just, I'm just, I just think they're the better team. They added some defensive linemen and, and I think it's, I think Dallas is, uh, it's going to handle the Rams. I think the Rams are borderline rebuild right now. They've got some, you know, they've got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, but like most of the defense is bad. The offensive line isn't good. The running backs, we don't know. I don't think either of those receivers, are, I think their best receivers van Jefferson, but he's the number four <laughs> right now. So, I'm taking the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, we're going to be on the sucker side if there is one, even if that exists these days, on these next two um, with you, man. The Cowboys, I would give even three and a half here. I think they're definitely far better. The Rams' defense in decline. Goff, I I think he's going to have a nice fantasy season. But, man, this Cowboys team, I think they're going to score a ton of points um, yeah, now I'm with you here. Uh, again, maybe it's a sucker side, but so I guess uh, no stadium had been more than $2 billion until the Raiders built theirs. And then the, the Rams is going to be $5 billion. Uh, that's Real, it.
1: Real that's man crazy. builds a 20 billion stadium. <laughs> Rams <laughs> and Chargers, I should say. But still, it's right. a lot
0: of money. It's more than doubling the next
1: highest. Yes, it's crazy. Uh, all right. Uh, Steelers minus six at Giants. And I'm pissed because it was four and a half when I, when I did the East Coast office article. And I made the line six and a half. And I was like, okay, if it's seven, I'm taking the Giants. But it was four and a half. So I was like, all right, that's easy call in the Steelers. Then it moved up to six. And now I'm pissed because now I'm selling out my own team for half a point, basically. Because right, I'm going to take my team if it's tied. But I'm like, I got to stick with it. So I took the Steelers here. I love Danny Dimes. But the Giants defense is terrible. And this is not a good week one matchup for the Giants offense
0: yeah i know again the sucker said, like i said uh, taking the road a favorite here with you i have pittsburgh making the super bowl so i think they have a very very good roster this is not a slight on your giants i think uh yeah danny dimes first month fantasy schedule or whatever it is is just such a nightmare but um yeah land the wood here i really because the line did move you hate to see it but um at least i mean theoretically
1: what it, it didn't cross any so important number who would win a fight between danny dimes and, and jimmy j Would definitely danny dimes you see how jacked he is yeah, 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 no, no he, Jimmy yeah. G's far too pretty to fight Come on, don't, just
0: don't mess up his face Danny uh,
1: Your quarterback's soft My quarterback can kick your quarterback's ass Alright, Titans, pick them at Broncos I took the Titans, they waited the championship game Derrick Henry, who I faded in fantasy Should be 100% healthy for week one at least And smash these guys up a bit uh, The loss of Von Miller, which came out after Is horrible for the Broncos They get Bradley Chubb back but Then they lose the other guy I mean, it's like they can't get both those guys at the same time
0: no i know i picked the broncos to be the wild card and before uh before that yeah that is definitely uh not great news. Uh, this is a stay-away game for me. The Lions moved like three points because of that injury, but it does not cross. it's not crossing. It basically went from one to two the other way. Um, I, I feel like Denver's one of the, the few areas in which might still be a home field advantage, and they've historically, especially early in the season, I like the Titans a lot, and I'm all in on A.J. Brown, and I have uh, Derek Henry might be one of the most important uh, fantasy players for me this season, he and C.E.H., um, but give me Broncos uh, Monday night at home in that, that thin air.
1: All right. So let's pick our five. I think we're going to find it pretty easily. So we're going to take the Panthers, the Seahawks, the football team, the Bengals and the Saints. Is that right? Uh, yep. No argument here. We'll check. We'll double check. Or do you, the, want, or uh, do you want to take the Lions instead of the Panthers? Um, hmm.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to I'm going to mark all six of those and then we're going to go over the lines. Lines is what we're going to do. So Panthers, Seahawks, Washington, Detroit and Saints. Wait, yeah. how many? I'm, I'm listing, yeah, and Bengals. And Bengals, yeah. That's right. Bengals. Okay, yeah, we'll go. With, so so here's the deal. So we got signed up and everything. I think I made it. Real man picks are ours. And uh, we have a, an app now with someone in Vegas. So it'll be, um, it'll be, you know, the timing should be theoretically better. So we'll go over the lines. We'll wait a little bit longer. The injuries take this serious, uh,
1: as Kramer said, starting now. Uh, yeah, we'll start taking this serious. I feel good about these, man. It's a good start. I think we go four and one this week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. it'd be mean, great. Like I said, it'd be great to actually just get off to a, a hot start for once. I mean, even if it results in, in whatever, you know, it'd be nice to get off to a good start, but um, yeah. You know, okay.
1: you know the, the super contest is smaller this year. There's only like 500 grand for the first prize, even less. Has to
0: be, man. Who's going there to, to sign up? I think they gave away two nights <laughs> two nights to stay at Westgate uh, per week because we're in this contest. So if you ever do go to Vegas, uh, you have a place to stay for free list. And as the guy who signed up for us, if his wife ever kicks him out, he says he has a place to stay now thanks to us. So uh, that's pretty funny. So And it's also indicative of Vegas must be hurting, man.
1: Uh, I mean, everywhere is hurting, but Vegas has got to be – it's all tourism. I mean, Portugal, like Lisbon is like a lot tourism, like bad. But – Vegas is all tourism and it's like, it's indoors. It's the worst, it's the worst of the worst. I mean, I I can't even, and people's habits change. You got to get everyone back into the mode of doing that. The economy's bad. People don't have, Vegas is pure uh, dis- disposable income to use. It is just, it's the worst of the worst. So perfect that Doradas are playing there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good timing to move there, but
0: Anyway, yeah, it's not the poor Raiders franchise. It's always one thing, but that was a sick-looking, black Darth theater looking stadium. But um, yeah, that's got to be, that's a rough, rough scene in Vegas, man. That sucks, man. I always had fun, you know. I can't, don't want to spend more than two, three nights there. But um, I uh, I do feel for the citizens, and yeah, that's a that's a it's a definitely a shitty hand, no pun intended, dealt there, dude. Because that's that's yeah, that's that recovery there and the the job losses is devastating.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's hard to rebuild. I don't know. I mean, like, what do you do? Like, so it's summer now. It's got to be 120 degrees there. And you can't not air condition this stuff. You can't, you know, leave vast empty rooms just to get super overheated, right? I mean, stuff's going to melt. You can't just leave, like, the the sheets and the linens and the bedding at 120 degrees just cooking, can you? Like, when there's no one there? They can't, right? You know how expensive it is just to, like, air condition those giant buildings, those giant spaces? In the summer, I, it's just, I can't even imagine what's going to happen Definitely. there. Definitely. Anyway, on that uh, encouraging note, uh, it's time for me to get to bed. I got to get up and go surfing, but uh, let's do it, man. Let's do the shit.
0: Yeah, I've got a couple wrecks just real quick. Um, uh, first of all, apparently uh, Sasha Baron Corrin filmed Borat 2 secretly. It's already in the can, and I could not be more excited for that. And uh, one wreck for you guys this week is called I'm Sorry. It's recently canceled on Netflix, but it's two seasons. It's uh, Andrea Savage. And I'd say one of the closer things to Curb there is, if you're looking for a show to binge, uh, it's called I'm Sorry, and it was just canceled. So that's why I'm bringing that up. Wait, but, uh, wait,
1: wait when you mean period. When you say canceled, it was just canceled. It wasn't canceled. What do you mean? I mean there's canceled like they didn't renew it for oh. a third year, and there's like, no, got canceled. Because if it was the was, second canceled, then I would watch it
0: why it for reasons no 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 don't worry this isn't anything deranged for you i, I always point out the specific ones that i'm telling you list don't worry about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah no no so no.
1: i guess will we'll, we'll have to leave uh, obj for uh, next week but uh good old-fashioned a, business decision i mean yeah. no
0: one did uh, anything untoward but yes like uh, obj yes uh, he was always a number two i told he was more of a number two receiver yeah. this year
1: yeah just, i just i just don't like people shitting on him in my feed you know that's the only thing that was bothering me so all right man the, the browns man all right dude later take time, it now. easy man take care